not act. You too, like me, could not be there, but are watching for change. Everyone may not be able to occupy in this protest. Still, I think there may be some importance that someone see, bear witness, watch TV. A political optimist speaks. Will you write the congressman who's going to vote away your Social Security and who knows there is no health plan? The reporter. I quoted the candidate saying people have power. Your vote is what counts. To elect who will be accountable to you. Thousands of little votes to win. But when the politician got in, those who gave millions for his campaign are who he responded to. And after all, the voters didn't count. The unemployed artist. Hmm. The president of the art college said, In any given year, there are 25,000 art majors in the Bay Area, and not all will get work in design or even to teach. Some of you will wait tables and do more menial jobs to support your art. Yet, you will always be glad for what you learned about art here. It is said creativity is the world's important resource. I see how there can be beauty. I'm designing in my mind this better, fair, and just society, even as I stand in this unemployment line. Two women in an orange tent. First woman. They were arrested, beaten, kicked, stripped, put into jail clothes, some with wrists chained to cell bars, some with tubes forced down their throats when they fasted to resist, let lie in their own vomit given no water, for carrying signs asking to vote. It was 1920 when women won the right, so women today might use it. Second woman. It is that pain of the suffragettes that sustains and keeps me here in spite of my fear. The freedom riders were taken by hundreds to the USA's worst prison of violence, of cruel, hard labor that generated hate. And they turned it all around. Nonviolence, compassion, they won their cause. It is that vision that keeps me here in spite of my fear. They brought out the riot squads, police dogs, billy clubs, tear gassed against the students on Telegraph Avenue, Berkeley, who rallied for free speech. They won, and that passion sustains me. It is that history that keeps me here in spite of my fear. The students were shot and killed at Kent State. Another demonstration for peace. It is that wisdom, that urgency for peace as a way that keeps me here in spite of my fear. Four policemen. First policeman. We drugged them by arm and hair across the square with orders to evict. We clubbed and kicked, killed one by taser gun. Sixteen of us fired as one. I felt sick when I saw his face. He looked seventeen. We booked three hundred. A few I knew as homeless had already done time for the crime of sleeping on sidewalks. I saw how those were wasting away. Maybe hadn't eaten that day either. They'd eaten jail. Don't think their supporters can raise the bail. I'd arrested that priest at least 14 times in other demonstrations. What kind of church lets its leader be arrested and crucified? I never did understand religion. Radicals that think they're beyond the law. No respect for me and the duty I have to do. I joined the force from the highest of values. I knew I was courageous and could protect people from those who stole and committed other abuses. 
I never thought of such things as occupy or that I would be aligned against victims. Second policeman, the rookie. I don't want to see no more dead kids. I want to clear out the dealers, drive-by shooters, the crime. I got a son myself, and I'm barely 30. Who knows what cause will come in his day? I know how my dad in Vietnam. I didn't join no army to beat and kill. Now the Occupy is taking up our time. These people are not invaders. They're friends and neighbors in a peaceful act. They're trying to do right. I'm on their side. There's a face that haunts me. The woman I tell to move along when she's resting on bus benches, sheltering in doorways. She said her home was foreclosed and she lost her job, lost everything but hope. She said she would be warmer and fed in jail and even get needed medical care. Lately, I saw her among the tents and cookouts of those who occupy. They say it's people like her they care for. Still, if my job is to make them move along, even beat them up to move them out, I'll do my job. Proud, even though I know it's a dirty shame. And I won't want to see her face. Third policeman, long-timer on the force. I'd like there to be an end to violence, even so though it keeps me employed. I'm just holding on to get my pension. Then I'll travel, make some hunting expeditions, get a trophy for my wall. Once I saw myself a Hemingway to write a book about it all. But elephants and rhinos and such going to be extinct won't be none for me. Tough. I'd like to shoot big game. Guess I'll just fish, go meet exotic descendants of people we used to kill in old wars and hardly understand. Still... I don't recall issues, wars we got in, just that real men have got to have something to win. Fourth policeman. These occupants want to win. I don't care if they do. I get good overtime. If they don't cease, still steady income. If more money comes through, hell. I'm part of the 99% I'm making money off of, still got to clear them and their tents off the public square ordered to fix order. City employees and shoppers bring their coffee and sandwiches there, and like all trickle-down economy, the pigeons come feed off the crumbs. The homeless check the garbage for bottles, cans, and crusts. With luck, they too will make a buck. To do that kind of dirty work takes pluck or desperation. I'm no philosopher, but as they say, some have got to do the dirty work. So goes the nation. And that was more excerpts from Mary Rudge's Occupy Reader's Theater. Uh, that's just, again, a smidgen of what you can get. Um, you can get the whole thing from KPFA by phoning 510-848-57... <laughs> It's right in front of me, forgive me. 1-800-439-5732. 1-800-439-5732. Don't listen to me until I tell you this one. The one with the 1-800. 1-800-439-5732 is the number to call. 1-800-HEY-KPFA. I'm here from the old days, and it's still a little bit in my head. Uh, www.kpfa.org is another way to donate, and that's great. This is a $50 premium, and it will get you something that's utterly unique. Mary Rogers, wonderful Occupy Reader's Theater. It presents so many voices 
And that's kind of like what KPFA is all about, too. The diversity of voices, the kinds of opinions that can be spread. I mean, um, I thought it was a, a real enrichment of her piece when she showed it to me originally, that she had those policemen talking, too. I thought that was very, very important. And she had sympathy. She's not on their side, but as people, she had sympathy for them. She had sympathy for them as people, and I think that's an important thing. It's a wonderful piece. I should mention, you can also, if you want to donate for something else, you can get a unisex black T-shirt for a donation of $65, KPFA canvas tote bag, $100, or a KPFA water bottle for $75. All of those are available. Just phone 1-800-439-5732. 1-800-HEY-KPFA. You can get them or www.kpfa.org. Those are always available. And they're delightful. They're nice things to have around the house. They're a reminder of KPFA. They, they show your friends you listen to KPFA. All right. You know, uh, why well, listen to KPFA too? You know, that kind of reaction. That's a good thing. But what we're offering on this show is genuinely unique. It's something that was done for the community by the community by a respected poet, and with a whole bunch of people, all of whom said, yes, of course we want to help out. I mean, this wasn't done. We weren't paying people, you know. This was done out of love, which is what people do, you know. And it's a diversity of voices, a multiplicity of voices. That, too, is something that you'll get at KPFA. In the interest of presenting what is, in the interest of presenting actuality, you want to know what your country is all about. You want to know what elections are all about. You want to know what the politicians are all about. But you also want to feel new things through art. You want that too. You want the music. You want the art. You want the poetry, the stories, all of those things. You want stuff about the Middle East. We have wonderful programming about the Middle East. Uh, I always walk in and I'm delighted listening to it and uh, then I have to do my show but I, I, I'm caught up by the Middle Eastern stuff that I hear the music, the thought, movies all of that, that too is part of KPFA, we want women's awareness and we want your awareness we want you to tell us what's happening in your world we tell you what's happening in what we think is the world but we want you to tell us what's happening in your world too as you listen to us we listen to you. 1-800-439-5732. 1-800-HEY-KPFA. Those numbers will get you anything you want. If you want a black t-shirt, terrific. If you want a canvas tote bag, terrific. If you want a water bottle, that's also terrific. But it will also get you a CD of Mary Rogers' Last Labor of Love. A wonderful poem and presentation. She herself wrote this. It's a kind of signature poem for Mary Raj. We who are luminous are radiant are 90% light who know a fiery fusion that makes stars and suns whose flesh is compressed of dancing atoms we chart an inner astronomy our nucleus our energy, 
without burning our eyes, we see. There is a crust of seasons that we wear. Seeds sleep along the bones, erupt and bloom in heats and darks responsive to our moon. Flames loop and leap the arteries. There is a core of ember in the womb. Beyond our brightness, our creation, cells connect in constellations of our own. The creation of constellations of our own. Gatherings of stars, that's what that word constellation means. With stars, Stella, with stars. It means collections of diversities, constellations made up of many, many individuals, all of whom have their own individual agendas, all of whom have their own individual problems and feelings, and yet bring them all together. That's also what solidarity means. It means to bring people together. It means to allow people with all their diversity to express that diversity and to understand the world collectively as well. This piece is a good way of demonstrating how you can understand the world collectively. Mary Rogers, Occupy Reader's Theater. Now, this is actually Nina Serrano's program, and I'm an interloper today because Nina and I were planning to do this whole show together. But then things got changed and dates got switched, and she couldn't be here for today's show. So I said, come on over and I'll record you and you can say some stuff. I want your voice at least to be on the show. And she said, sure, I'll come over, which she did. And you heard some of that in the first half hour of the show. Here's a little more from Nina talking to me about what happened as we put together that program of Mary Rogers' Occupy Reader's Theatre. Nina, you and I both participated in that recording, and actually an earlier recording, too, for television as well that Mary did elsewhere. So it was really quite a project. All kinds of people were showing up at KPFA, and it was Mary's birthday. What were some of your impressions? Well, I was the producer of the radio program, so uh, one of my impressions was how excited I was, excited and a little nervous, uh, Jill, who was the recording engineer for it, Jill Montgomery, she brought it all together because she made a really sensible plan of how to go about recording it. And there was so much going on. Upstairs, people were celebrating her birthday, Mary's birthday, with with birthday cake. And downstairs, people were mumbling into paper trying to get <laughs> their part in it. But I'm talking about 25 people. Sure. And four volunteer assistants who were uh, telling people when it was their time to go upstairs or come downstairs. I mean, we filled up the whole station. Yeah, it was amazing. And the thing was that from my point of view, which was just I, I didn't have anything to do with running it. I just uh, was a performer. Um, and, and Adele's point of view, it was beautiful. It was easily done. Um, we were in, we were out. If there were any problems, they were taken care of. I mean, um, it was a beautifully produced event. Now, you would, would be tearing your hair a little bit because yes. you were responsible for it. But for us, it was just a very, very nicely done thing for a really wonderful person. I felt the same way, though, because I felt everybody who came and with the volunteers and 
uh, the technicians that must have been like maybe 30 or 35 people, they came with so much love in their hearts because it was for Occupy that we all believed in very strongly. Absolutely. And for Mary Rudge and for KPFA. I mean, what more could there be? What a package. Yes, what a wonderful package. And it really did have the feeling of a community coming together in order to speak its mind. And there were poets that I knew and poets that I'd never met before. So that Me added. Too. Yeah. Me too. Even though we both have wide acquaintances in the poetry community, there are so many poets here um, that it's impossible to know all of them. Uh, people are constantly showing up, and I discover they've been doing readings, they've been doing this, that, and the other thing, and I haven't met them or heard their names even or anything like that. So the the amount of people uh, in the poetry community is significant. It is by no means necessarily harmonious, but for Mary, people came out. And Mary knew everyone. Mary knew everyone. Yes, she did. She absolutely did. And she made sure that she knew everyone. She really loved the art, and she loved the people who practiced it. And she loved Occupy. Yes, she did. So if you loved Occupy and you love KPFA, and maybe you knew Mary Rudge, the number to call to donate is 1-800-439-5732. 1-800-439-5732. The important part is to do it, not just to think it's a good idea. So go to the phone, one 800 439-5732. I'll say it too. 1-800-439-5732. You'll feel better afterwards. We'll feel better afterwards. It'll be a good thing to do. It's another way of asserting community, just as we did with Mary Runge. And again, this is Jack Foley. You've heard from Nina Serrano. And I'm going to give those numbers again. 1-800-439-5732. 1-800-HEY-KPFA. H-E-Y-HEY-KPFA. And it's a good thing we can use anything you can uh, spare. We, you know, it's a difficult time in many ways, so we can use anything you can spare. It's important. Um, it's to keep our work going, to keep KPFA going, to keep consciousness alive in the Bay Area. All of those reasons, um, those are good reasons to call 1-800-439-5732 and be able to donate whatever you can. But particularly on this show, we're offering the really special premium of Mary Rogers' last work of love, work of politics, work of wit, work of intelligence, work of diversity, Occupy, Reader's Theater, and... Uh, we're going to go back to that now. Picture the Northern California Oakland winter sun shining on the encampment of makeshift tents, banners, and signs around the City Hall Plaza renamed Oscar Grant Jr. Plaza by the community for the young African-American victim of a police shooting. The sun splashes on the shores of Lake Merritt a few blocks away in the mini encampment of Snow Park. We focus in on the teach-in. The teach-in. We know those who infiltrate, those who love to hate, those who agitate with chaos for chaos' sake. A rock through a window, a confrontation, anything to disrupt the Occupy. But be like Gandhi, Chavez, King. Project out your inner peace. 
be like the Irish who taught under trees and bushes when schools were closed to their needs. We teach in streets and doorways, on sidewalks and by the lake of peaceways we can take for change. We have the will and the skill for arbitration, negotiation, reconciliation, as we overcome by Occupy, teaching in. The Street Singer Oh, they foreclosed the home of the free. They mortgaged and sold for a little Wall Street gold, this land of equality. Oh, they foreclosed the land of the free. Now we are the brave to occupy and save country that's home to you and me, this democracy. The Homeless Person it's 6 a.m., and the homeless up and down the street must pick through trash. There'll be no breakfast if something's not found. There'll be no lunch or any other meal if something's not found. Maybe a few aluminum cans of trade value, thrown-away hamburger scraps, half-eaten apple. Soup kitchens extend for blocks before 8 a.m. No more can be fed there, even for compulsory prayers. Old prayers that fed people have failed, that got people off the street into homes, not under bridges or in doorways under cardboard. And the God of jobs and neighbors, the God of milk and plenty, rice, potatoes, beans and coffee, the God of cornfields and tomatoes waits expectant on the corners as the oil slick cars go past with others billfolds bulging on their way to make munitions in the strongest, richest, cleverest, they tell me, country of the modern world. The man in the blue tent. I was never so peaceful as here in my tent in Snow Park, demonstrating, nonviolent as the smelt in the lake, the moon on the water. My body is speaking for me, present, occupying, I occupy marking my place on the lake shore like a bookmark in text of history. Let there be help for the 99%. Justice. Every cell of my body is saying, change. I change the position my body lies in, and I can see the moon more clearly. It is pregnant with promise and beautiful, perpetual. Even when changing, I know. I have seen light fall on the leaves and blossoms. The leaves sift down in the California night to the lake, and I wonder if really bounty from the 1% will trickle downward. I'm sharing my small tent with the person who told me he was homeless, looking for work, had come from a small town, no jobs there. Said he was 20, wanted to work to send money back to his mother so his little brother would stay in school. They were poor. He said he had never seen a lake like this, one surrounded by so many buildings. There must be jobs in all those buildings. I hear his breath as if he is breathing in hope in his dream. There is no TV here. I do not think of commercials, of cars, clothes, of Walmart floating a great ship to our shores filled with goods made in China. I do not think of the biggest loser, of obese teens eating fast food 
or the politicians fattened at the pork barrel, their expense accounts are the country's expense. They are dividing the country like a pie, the Pentagon devouring more than half of the budget. The moon is full, pristine with promise, lighting the lake in Oakland as if shining could show us the way. Brother Raymond... The great river of visible happiness that flowed through his body. The sun shone on the silvery surface of white water rapids. Although in him too were the depths of calm in the timeless flow. Among a direction where forests could appear, where trees were strong as cathedrals, and saints could dance and sing on the banks of the river. The sky above far as the eye could see. I remember you. I saw you at St. Albert's, reflecting by a pond, glinted with coy, and arranging displays in the hall's glass cases, or mailing letters back to those you had cared for in Mexico, true to your vow of service. I will not forget you. It seems you could be walking now among the tents by the lake or through the troubled streets in your worn but sturdy sandals, blessing each occupant, offering the pain in your spine to bear the weight of the pain in their hearts, bringing water to heal their thirst, one of the 99%, but strangely different still, like Mother Teresa and more humble and powerless and poor by choice. That was, of course, more from Nina as part of Occupy Reader's Theater by Mary The Rush. man watching the sun on the... And there's more. <laughs> as you can tell, there's more uh, there. I want to thank some of the listeners who've contributed. Uh, Peggy Rogers from Redwood City. Tomas Moran from Palo Alto. Uh, Johnny Sharp from Guerneville. Thank you so much. You're helping to keep KPFA rising. We want more people to do exactly. You're setting a good example. We want more people to do exactly what you have just done. It was a wonderful thing for you to be doing, and we're very, very grateful to you. But we need more as well. We also can use some phone vol volunteers. Um, come on down to KPFA 1929 Martin Luther King Way in Berkeley. And uh, we can use you in the phone room during this fun drive, which will continue for a while now. So we need some more volunteers. It's fun. You get to see the uh, the people who are broadcasting. I, I myself am about six foot seven. I'm 35 years old and bear a remarkable resemblance to the uh, young Robert Redford. Uh, you'll find that out if you come out down here and and uh, to the station. And if you believe that, <laughs> well, anyway, come on down to KPFA, and uh, we can use you in the phone room. But um, the main thing of this show and the main thing of what we're doing here for Mary Rudge and for KPFA is for you to respect KPFA. We can use respect and support KPFA. We can use support. We need it. We're bringing consciousness to the Bay Area. We need your support. 1-800-439-5732. 1-800-439-5732. Four three nine five seven three two one eight hundred. Hey KPFA or donate online at www.kpfa.org. Either way, we will be very very grateful. We need you. 
you need us, it's a good relationship. That's what we're trying to keep going, our good relationship with our listeners. And uh, Kevin Vance, who is a wonderful person, has been getting my voice out here today. Thank you, Kevin. And we're going to go out with a little bit of the end of Mary Rogers' Occupy Reader's Theatre. Watch us begin. Butterfly can move her wings in Cuba and cause a tornado in Tennessee. You may not know what tomorrow will bring now, but just one person can change everything. There we go now. You just heard part two of Occupy, a reader's theater of perspectives. Written by Poet Laureate of Alameda, Mary Rudge. The poems were read in order of appearance by Deborah James, announcer, Judy Wells, the teach-in, Carlos Ramirez, the speech. Okay, thank you, Kevin. We're going to give the numbers one more time. 1-800-439-5732. 1-800-HEY. KPFA. Very important that we get those numbers out to you. Very important that you come out to us and give us your support. We're offering as a $50 premium Mary Rush's wonderful piece, Occupy Reader's Theater. It's a unique thing. You can't get it anywhere else. It's available here for $50 donation, which is cheap at half the price. It's a wonderful piece. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. I'm sure your children will enjoy it. I'm sure their teachers will enjoy it. This is Jack Foley signing off. 1-800-439-5732. 1-800-HEY-KPFA.